Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're asking the question, are we in an orderly market? Market volatility can be a function of exaggerated trading activity. In some extreme cases, it could even be the result of market manipulation. In the world of real estate, there are those market experts who say we need to look at the long-term averages. If you look far enough back, you can construct a rolling average. That thinking says that over the long term, home prices cannot exceed an average price-to-income ratio. Things will return to normal. If a household spends more than 30% of their household income on the cost of housing, then the cost is not sustainable. It's not normal. But if that were true, house prices in cities like San Francisco, San Diego, Toronto, Vancouver, New York should not be anywhere near the levels that have been present in those markets for decades. There's got to be something else in play. These experts will tell you that eventually, over time, the prices will revert to the mean. Prices might even fall below the mean for a period of time, then exceed the mean for a period of time, but eventually, prices always revert to the mean, to the average. I personally take issue with mean reversion theory. The problem with averages is that very few properties actually represent the average. If I was to have lunch, say, with Bill Gates, you could argue that the average net worth at the lunch was extremely high. And while that might be true, you can't make the following leap of logic. My net worth did not go up by virtue of having lunch with Bill Gates. And the net worth of Bill Gates didn't go down as a result of having lunch with me. Nothing changed in terms of net worth as a mere function of the lunch. The other problem with mean reversion theory is that it neglects genuine changes in the underlying market conditions. Are homes getting larger over time? Are apartments getting smaller over time? Are people working more in the office or less? Are they working more from home? As people transition into senior housing with an aging population, will demand for a particular class of housing drop with demographics? Will immigration offset declining population? And will immigrants buy the houses being vacated by retirees moving into senior housing? Reversion theory ignores changes that are divergent from the average. In Japan today, there are 11 million empty, vacant apartments. This is because of declining birth rate combined with the aging population. Japanese population overall is falling, and Japan has very little immigration to offset the declining population. Reversion to the mean is too simplistic, and it neglects the underlying forces that are actually causing long-term shifts. Will sales traffic at the mall rebound to pre-pandemic levels? I don't think so. Will numbers rebound somewhat? Yes, absolutely but reversion to the mean will likely never happen. Will demand for office space ever rebound to occupy the 25% of office space that's vacant in Houston, Texas right now, or in San Francisco? Will commercial rents rebound enough to revert to the mean over the past 20 years? I don't think so either. Work patterns have changed to the point where a large percentage of employees are able and actually prefer to work from home. I believe the demand for property types are changing. There is a supposed shortage of homes in the United States, and I think that's a myth. The National Association of Realtors reports that the U.S. needs an additional 7 million homes, and I disagree. We've seen a lot of supply disappear from the market and reappear in the short-term rental market. I'm expecting to see a change in the demand for properties that takes into account hyper-local market forces. Not all of these forces will benefit from every single amateur investor putting a property into a short-term rental market. These forces include employment, energy costs, property taxes, interest rates, crime stats, tourism patterns. We saw a lot of supply re-enter the market 
in the period of 2008 to 2012, and many of these properties were second homes. See, the notion of reversion to the mean doesn't take these factors into account. I believe we're facing a global energy crisis that will continue to be problematic for the next decade or more. In hot climates like Phoenix and Las Vegas, higher cooling costs tend to favor smaller cooling volumes. And while a 10-foot ceiling is beautiful to look at, it takes 25% more energy to air condition that space compared with an 8-foot ceiling height, all other things being equal. At some point, property owners will make decisions to cut costs when they hit a threshold that forces more difficult decisions. That could be driven by rising costs, income insecurity, it could be lifestyle changes due to age or health or marriage or separation. The notion of reversion is based on the premise that something is normal. Things will go back to normal. Things will go back to how they were before the pandemic. I can't wait for things to get back to normal. Well, what happens if the conflict in Europe widens? What happens if tensions with China escalate? What happens if conflict erupts again in the Middle East? Will that be a new divergence? See, there is no normal to go back to. Market conditions will always change. They will never go backwards, only forwards. And what emerges will be a new reality, maybe a new normal if you want to call it that. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.